Attention Cloud9 shoppers. Hello and welcome to The Break Room. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have our co-hosts Casey McGeorge. How's it going everybody? And Aylan Rowland. Hello, hello. All right, so we have, um, uh, we'll be talking about, you know, the last episode that just aired, but before we get into that, we have a couple announcements before we start. Uh, Like Glenn as store manager, DJ will be stepping down as host of The Break Room. Uh, This does not mean he will not be on for future episodes. This is also not due to anything uh, bad that's happened behind the scenes. Um, For now, he'll be working behind the scenes as editor, producer of the podcast, and social media manager. He would like to thank all of the listeners and fans for their support and want you to know that he still enjoys the show, podcast, and the Superstore community very much. Um, So we'll make DJ proud this episode. And we have one more announcement here. We'd like to officially welcome Aylan Rowland to the break room as a regular. Yay. Yes. I'm here. Very exciting. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so to get started here, uh, we are going to be uh, covering episode 14 of season four called Minor Crimes, which was uh, written by a... L.E. Correa, and directed by Ross Navi. Alright, so the episode synopsis. Amy jumps at an amazing career opportunity only to run up against an exec with a major grudge against her. Jonah and Mateo help Glenn with a financial problem, while Garrett and Cheyenne struggle to spend a day without cell phones. Uh, initial thoughts? The re- the most realistic thing for me this episode, to be honest, was uh, yeah, <laughs> Garrett and Cheyenne with their cell phone, trying not to use it at work all day. That was a little that that got a little close to home. <laughs> yeah, I I think that was yeah. my favorite part of the episode because uh, especially when Garrett's trying to explain Gary Oldman to Cheyenne, he's like, no, no you oh know, him. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I've had yeah. conversations like that before where. Um, though, even though when I usually say the name, it is something like, uh, like Cheyenne says there. Um, oh, I don't know who that is. Um, right. Because, you know, there's, uh, like me and my wife are four years apart, uh, age, which isn't too big, but, um, definitely when you're like kids, you definitely watch some different shows, uh, because you kind of mm-hmm. grow up fast, like in that, uh, young age range where like. Dora may have been something she watched. I only watched it when I was watching my cousins or something, you know, because I had that bit of a difference there. Um, So there are times, and she doesn't know, like, any actors' names or actresses' names where it is exactly Uh, like that, where I'm like, no, no, the person from, you know, this thing, and I'm, like, having to explain it. Right. The the dude. Yeah. (laughs) So that did hit home for me as well. Um, Yeah. yeah, So. (laughs) But I thought it was a good episode, uh, not like a uh, fantastic episode. Um, Lori definitely made it hard for me to enjoy the episode, I guess you could say. I know. Because... She's so awful. Yeah, they made her so awful on this episode. Like I didn't remember her being that bad, so they definitely turned it up a notch. And it was just... Right. Uh, there were so many... Every time she was on screen, I just wanted to, like, shake the screen or punch her... <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, that made it a little hard for me to enjoy. Yeah. 
which I guess means they did a right. great job right. with her character and that actress, but it's really true, yeah. You really, really were there with Amy, with her frustration. Right. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed the episode. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, I did pick out some some faults in there I, I, from my previous times at, at, at uh, Walmart. Mm-hmm. But as I was watching it, I was just like, wait a minute. But we'll, we'll get into those. Um, <laughs> I was just, wow. It, 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 there was a couple shocking moments. There was at least, I'd say, two shocking moments for me in this episode that we will, we will cover here momentarily. Um, that, that, really, that literally made me say uh, WTF. Uh, as I was, as I was watching it. Um, so wow, Glenn is actually stepping down and just going to be a regular floor worker. Right. Um, which I kind of talked about last episode on the podcast that uh, previously at some point people could kind of move up and down into management and and Mm -hmm. various things at Walmart. Um, so I'm guessing they're kind of going with that. Uh, I can see that, you know, like I said, he's getting a little up there in age and he wants to spend more time with his family. Um, not really sure how he's going to be able to afford things. Maybe he's kind of got some savings saved up, right? you know, um, maybe I'm, I'm sure with all the kids they had, they know how to stretch a dollar to its, its, you know, maximum potential. Plus they can always count on that money Jerusha's got coming in from her great you know, needlework, yeah. yeah. <laughs> needlework, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure their church group will probably help them out with a lot of different things. So I, it, it's feasible. <laughs> um, so you know, they're they're helping Jonah, Jonah and Mateo are helping him clean out his office. Okay, it's a different pairing. Sure, why not? Um, Glenn giving a tale about the time he went home and made love to Jerusha. <laughs> because, he, perfect, because he punched 25. Instead of 18, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, he was so happy. I was just like, wow. that. And then Jonah's reaction of, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't think I'll ever forget that. Um, and then he tries to give it to him. <laughs> yeah, because he can't see why, you know. That's uh, weird, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or, or just why Jonah will never be able to forget that, you know? Right. Um, so he's got this random huge bag of money stashed away in his office for his rainy day fund. Um, yeah. 27000 Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, this was one of the, this and the whole aspect of, of what they do in a minute was one of the first faults I found. So, um, obviously every store gets a budget. Right there, there, there's money somewhere in an account somewhere for the store. They used to pay bills. Like I, I never, my time at Walmart, I was not the one who dealt with paying the bills or anything. So I don't know exactly how that went. Um, so I, I get that there has to be some money somewhere, but I can't imagine it's just like he can go down to the local and withdraw it. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 On top of the fact, okay. So, you know, you get a budget every quarter, every year, whatever it is that they, whatever system that they work off of. Um, I can't imagine someone at corporate would be, would be okay or with you withdrawing this money, like just this money being withdrawn in cash and just saying it's been used. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I, I do get why he kind of did that in some way. Um, 
my time in the military when I was in the army, uh, the federal government's fiscal year runs October 1st to September 30th. So the start of the year, you get a new budget. October 1st comes. Okay, great. You can spend money like crazy. Usually around June or July of the following year, the budget's pretty much gone. So, like, your your training kind of goes to a slowdown, uh, like, being going what we call TDY, temporary duty someplace that they pay for you to go, kind of comes to a crawl, stuff like that. Because they pretty much spent all the budget for the entire year, right? But usually at the end of August, beginning of September, uh, some stuff would fall through for whatever reason. And then all of a sudden you have this plethora of money that you have to spend by September 30th. Reason being, if you don't spend all of your money, then the next year they take that money right. out of your budget. Because they say, well, uh, we gave you $20 million, you spent 19 so we're only going to give you 19 the next year. Because obviously you didn't need the whole 20 So all of a sudden you can find a way to order just new, like you're ordering new stuff and just all kinds of crazy things. So kind of get why he would take the money or do something with it. Maybe they have a system... That's similar, where it's like, hey, if I don't use this money the next quarter, next year, I'm going to lose it. Um, so, okay. But, uh, wow, $27,000 just sitting in... And that's, in a a cu- and that's accumulated from all of his years there, did they say? Or is that from this year? <laughs> See, that's... A- uh, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if that was from just one year, the last couple years, uh, you know, how I long kind of been took there. it as, I mean, I don't know. I kind of took it as it's at least been over time of like a couple years maybe right. or something. I don't know. But, they, I don't think they said. I was going to say, because if, if you, as I worked at a bank, oh, so we, we're hitting all of it here. Uh, I worked at a <laughs> bank and, it, and if you tried to withdraw anything over $10,000 at one time, we had to fill out a. A CTR, uh, which alerts the government that somebody's withdrawing $10,000 or more. Um, And we kind of have to ask you what you're going to be doing with the funds. We have to write down what your job is, all this type of uh, stuff. So if it was now, if it was over the course of a few years, then obviously there's no issue there. It could have. It could have been under ten thousand each time he went, but if or there if was it's like every quarter or something, right. and he's pulling out like a grand here, grand there, right, right. But know, if it's like that, if yeah. it's any time where he went and got over ten, then he has to we have to fill that out and then um, at the bank and ask him questions. And I feel like Glenn would kind of be nervous about that anyway. And um, <laughs> yeah, and then it's government being notified, right? The government, and more than likely because that's a corporate account, right? You know what I'm saying? For a, a major holder like Cloud Nine, someone at Cloud Nine would have to like would be notified of that too. Like, hey, yeah. you have a guy here that's pulling out. Even even if it's not the whole ten thousand dollars, I still imagine that if he if he would pull out like three thousand dollars, that you know, someone at Cloud Nine might have to be notified. Hey, there's a guy here pulling three thousand dollars in cash out of this account right. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so i don't know if anybody wants uh, a good detailed breakdown of a surplus watch the office they have a whole episode dedicated to it <laughs> but um and, and oscar explains it to michael as if he's five years old so um really helped <laughs> me understand so <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So they, they they go over the difference between embezzlement and 
bedazzle. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, which, yeah. according to Mateo, that should be a crime as well. Yeah, I love that Mateo uh, line. That was really, that was really good. It got me. I, I, I gotta admit, I don't know if I can really hate him this episode. Right. Maybe <laughs> for the fact that he went and got a crossbow or bow and arrow to go mess up the store. <laughs> That's kind of about it. So, I guess we're on a Casey. streak here, two in a row. Casey, we're going to have to start having you just, I guess, weekly have, like, a measure of where you have your <laughs> my feelings hate, toward Mateo. My, my hatred <laughs> level of Mateo. Yeah. yeah. Today yeah. it was moderate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, like, there was really no reason for, you know, he didn't give me any reason to hate him this week. Except for, like I said, maybe the bow and arrow. That's about it. What do you say? Because it's of the earth or something? Or it felt earthy? I, I don't know. Um... So, yeah, Glenn starts getting nervous and huffing and puffing and wheezing and decides, okay. Uh, So him and Jonah, or Jonah comes up with the idea, well, if they think you've spent the money, then, okay, we just have to spend the money, right? Right. In one day. Sounds simple enough. Kind of a mini Brewster's Millions. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. Um, Nope. Have you? (laughs) Aylin, have you ever heard of that movie? Which, sorry, what was it? Have you, Brewster's Millions? No. No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, real quick tangent. It's an old 80s movie with Richard Pryor, right? Oh. He plays a minor league baseball player. Um, Rich Pryor, black guy. Finds out he has this old, rich, white uncle, right? And is uh, that uncle decided he don't want to give his kids the money because, like, they were just spoiled, rotten, blah, blah, blah. So he has a choice. He can either take, like, Two like three million dollars there and walk away, or he wants to show him that like money like has is different purposes, or he has to spend like thirty million dollars in thirty days and have nothing to show for it at the end of it. And if he can successfully do that, he will get like three hundred million dollars. If he doesn't do that in the thirty days, if there's anything left over. He walks away with nothing. So he has to find very creative ways to do it. Like he hires a guy to be his, he hires a guy to come out of the bank to be his personal security guard. Uh, like, and it, there's rules. Like you can't just give it all to charity. You can't buy the Hope Diamond. Um, he rents out like the top floor of a hotel and keeps paying some lady over and over to redo it. Um, he buys the world's most expensive stamp and in turn mails it to. The two people who are trying to set him up to fail because then they get the money, so on and so forth. Oh, and also he can't tell anybody about it. So he can't let anybody know that he's got this money and he has to spend it. And there's this lady he falls in love with who's this accountant that just sees him going through this money like just at a ridiculous rate trying to stop him. But, you know, he can't explain to her. Anyway, kind of a mini version of that. Like, hey, you've got this money. You got to spend it in one day. Right. Um. And I just knew that, you know, that once they said that, you know, when Jonah, like, says that to Glenn, and that, well, we just need to uh, find some things to, or I don't know what he says, but find some things that are um, broken and need to be fixed. And I knew that that montage was going to be epic, and it it was pretty, uh, it's pretty funny seeing them all go about their different little ways to destroy things, especially... um, when they're standing in the fitting rooms, yeah. I think that was my favorite part. Uh, standing in front of the mirrors, just going at and it. And he's so and hesitant. Then, like, Glenn's so hesitant to hit the yeah. mirror. 
Oh, the yeah. first thing with the wrench where he's just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Tink, tink. Okay. And then they were stuffing um, steak, like, down a toilet. I thought that was really weird. That's a good um, waste of a good, like, pot yeah, roast, too. I know. And then um, I think my favorite thing, though, was when they were leaving the bathroom, and then Mateo rips off the soap dispenser yeah. off the wall. <laughs> and then Jonah looks at it, and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to do something, too. And he takes him a few minutes there, but he try- then he rips off, what was it, the I think the hand dryer? Yeah, the hand dryer. Yeah. Yeah. That probably yeah. never works anyway, but, you know. Right. Um, this was so. another issue I had. So, two parts of this. One, I think they did way more than $27,000 worth of damage. Um, you mean, like, initially before even the ending? Yeah, even before yeah. the end. I thought they did yeah. way more than $27,000 worth of damage. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Two, okay. So, I can imagine if I say somehow I had some rambunctious teenagers that came in and did $27,000 worth of damage to my store. And now all of a sudden I have to, you know, fix it. Um, Two, that might get them caught because Corbett's going to be like, wait a minute, okay. Uh, Like, they're expecting probably you to use this version of the budget in order to fix it, which is going to cause some issues. Um you know, the money that you already have in the budget for, you know, maintenance. Two, I'm sure they're going to want to know who, how, and why to prosecute and everything. So I can't imagine they're not on camera doing this, all of this damage. Yeah, the people yeah. called on camera would be Jonah, Mateo, and Glenn. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. And, and, then, and then, so we get that poor guy who's trying to be a better person. Who comes to Glenn? I love that. <laughs> yeah, he goes from eighteen uh, down to fifteen, doesn't he? I think yeah, he did, I think, I think didn't so. Didn't he go to like twelve or something? Oh yeah, maybe he just, he was fifteen, but he was like, "Yeah, I've been overcharging you for years." So yeah, and Glenn is just like, "No, no, 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 it's it's fine," and he's just like, "No, I need to, you know, I need to do I'm this. Tr- I need to be a better man." <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Oh man." Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, they only so, have a couple hours left. They can't really do it. Uh, Good. I, I have a question, mm-hmm. though, and I remember someone on Twitter, I think I saw this mentioned, too. Casey, you know, since you were talking about, like, you know, the, the funds for this exact type of thing when you were there. So you couldn't probably go about using the money in the way of not destroying things more so making just things better right that's i mean i know because that's the difference of you know not maintenance it's that's upgrades but i mean you couldn't use money for things of that nature right well so uh, like if i'm looking at it if, if if for like would say for like ancillary maintenance or something like that or may, you know maybe it's stuff it, it could be like maybe if they had like a pipe burst or something so okay like mm-hmm. uh, we had one of the stores I worked in um, not sure what happened but we actually didn't have a urinal for like two months in the men's bathroom why is that every Walmart um, I mean <laughs> I went into one the other day. <laughs> And both two two of the three urinals were closed due to out of order. Really? Yes. You, you, want, oh. you, you really want an answer to that? Yeah. I can give you an answer. Give me the answer. Um, 
<laughs> think, and, and I mean, I shop at Walmart myself, but think of the, there is a different level of customer between, say, a Walmart and a Target. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Even though their price ranges are almost <laughs> the same. Maybe. There is, but just one, one portions itself as a fancier store. Right, right. The prices are, are somewhat similar a lot, and they carry a lot of the same things. Um, but it, it, it is a, a different level of a store. Um, and look at the locations of some of your Walmarts and mm-hmm. look at their customer base uh, of some yeah. of the Walmarts. <laughs> well, um, let me tell you, the, the Walmart the, I live right now. There's na- even a thing called People, there's a website called People of Walmart. Oh, yeah, I've okay. seen that. Oh, yeah. 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 I have not seen a People of Target no. website. No. I'm not saying it, it doesn't be, exist. It would be white I haven't people. seen a People of Target. Uh, Do you know why, probably? Because the people of Target have normal, real clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody goes yeah. in there. Like, yeah. I mean, well, the, yeah. the thing is, is like, I live right next to a, a Walmart and Target right now. And the, the Walmart on the inside and the ba- – well, the bathrooms are dirty. But the, the Walmart just seems dirty, right? I go over to this Target, and they've just remodeled this huge Target – and it is like the best looking target I've that is in my area, and they're right next to each other, so it's just it's just odd, but yeah. It, it, I mean, there's just subtle differences like yeah. that. Like uh, the lighting is usually a lot brighter in a Target than it is in a Walmart. Yes. Um, yes. I've noticed the, that. The, yeah. So I mean, there's just differences in how they position and what they do to the store that can give them a much different feel. Which in turn can give it a much different customer base from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Walmart doesn't have everyone. Almost everyone shops at Walmart, but it doesn't have a customer base of the highest caliber. And I say that being someone who shops there on a regular basis myself. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, especially some of them in in different areas, the just have a much lower class of customer base. Which, that's right. where you get stuff like, you know, okay, have you ever seen stuff as far as uh, all the different things locked up in a Walmart? And yes, then, yes. Like, mm-hmm. Dina brought up DVDs last week and before. Stuff too. Well, haven't brought up, uh, you know, like, uh, what was it, the razors or, or yes. a common, common yeah. theft item, along with laundry detergent and stuff like that. Um, there's even some that have taken uh, the spider wraps, the little... Mm-hmm. Security things they put on like DVDs and TVs. There's some Walmart's that have to put them on certain cuts of meat mm. Mm. because people will try and steal like different steaks and chicken wings and various other things. Yeah, yeah that happened at a grocery store I worked at. They they tried stealing some like steak or uh, really? something. Yeah, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they were like sti- oh, and then we, oh, we had to have yeah. two of the customers like sat on them until the cops came or whatever. It was crazy. <laughs> I can I can give you guys many stories of different <laughs> I'm sure. people who tried, I'm sure. to, tried to walk out yeah. with carts full of stuff at different well, like mm. not just one thing like carts full yeah. of stuff. I was just curious because you know I was like obviously that's not you mean like upgrade um, like fixing. hand dryers or upgrade the facilities yeah, right right just because I saw some people were like well wouldn't it be a little easier to spend the money on like just other things you either need or need 
to be better versus completely destroying tons of stuff. Well, so you know, like there's also there's also portions of the budget for upgrades and things. So like you said that you said the the wall the Target that you live by just got remodeled. Yeah, Um, I was at a Walmart that got remodeled not too long ago as well. Um, They get a whole separate budget for remodeling because like they bring in a lot of times they bring in all new equipment stuff like that. They give it a a Mm -hmm. refresh and overview. Um, but the maintenance one is probably just to actually fix things because sometimes hand dryers do break. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. you do have pipes burst in or around the store that have to, that has to be fixed. Um, you can't necessarily just take money from like over here and say and you're going to use it over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is rules and laws against that as well. You know what I just thought of too, honestly, though? It's pretty funny that just a couple episodes back when they had that big um, tension with the other with the other stores and then the uh, the break room completely got destroyed right right <laughs> and it's too bad that that came way before this <laughs> in terms of damage yeah well he would have had to use i guess maybe that's where it's confusing of like is it from other years that he didn't spend yeah. because maybe he used some of this year's towards the break room issues, right? And then probably yeah. there's there had to be stuff with Dina's birds, right? I just feel like you oh, can't yeah. have that many birds go through without leaving some sort of mess that would have yeah. to get cleaned up or some stuff. Um, probably. So, I mean, yeah, maybe this is all from, like, other years where, like, he just uh, kept it. I don't, I don't know. He yeah, just like every, it away. Every quarter, every year, he just right. took a little bit out here and there. And, and mm-hmm. um, I, I like the customer cutaway of... Uh, her trying on that vest and just yes. even in that broken mirror. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see that happening. Just okay, you can still kind of get an, an idea of of uh, yeah, you know. Um, so they were unsuccessful initially. Um, the episode ends as Glenn is leaving. Um, I guess everyone's kind of thinking he might go to jail. Whatever the case is. Well, and you know what? what? My wife but, called it when we were watching it. She's like, he's just going to run that into the door. And I was did like, she? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah he definitely will. Because he has so many car problems anyway, right? And he just right. plows into it. Well, that, that was my second WTF moment, yeah, where he just plows into the door. And I was just like, yeah. I, I did not see that coming. Yeah, I didn't either for some reason. But then when Joan and Mateo run over to him, you know, Jonah's just like, what? You know, Glenn, what in the world or something? And <laughs> that should Glenn's do it. Like, well, yeah, he's like, that should do it. <laughs> yeah. So two but. things. A, how is he not going to be arrested for that? You just um, say he lost control. Yeah, it's Glenn. You know, he was he, drunk on juice. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's on his juice. <laughs> B, that's a hell this of a is, first thing for Amy to have to deal with. <laughs> right away, <laughs> yes. Know? Yeah. See, that's true. She could just say... He was leaving in a frenzy, you know. He's just so worked up about leaving. You yeah. know, now now he gets to leave, and it just it was an accident. But <laughs> yeah, further reasoning behind it. But and I guess if Amy uh, doesn't press charges, right, then there would be that, yeah. may, that may not be up to her. Right, that's true. Yeah, Granted, she's is Lori still manager, there at that time? <laughs> but I what, would imagine her? Lori would go. Would be gone at that point, but who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a moment. Uh, but, yeah, with her being the regional manager, she may have a say in it. Corporate may have a say in it, saying, well, we still, like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It may not be Amy's decision to decide to just let it go. Um, mm-hmm. It, 
just and then oh he lost he just lost control of the vehicle and went speeding at seventy miles an hour through the the front of the store like yeah and that's happened to a, quite a few WalMarts recently. There's a CVS right near us too. There, a person uh, accidentally um, when they were pulling into a spot went right through the store. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, I, I, and it, it was like. Um, Right in an aisle where somebody had just walked by, actually. Like, somebody had just walked through the aisle, like, one of the workers or whatever. And then this thing comes plowing through it uh, into, like, the cosmetic section. It was <laughs> it was crazy. Now it's all, like, boarded up still. I don't know if they fixed it fully yet. but uh, Anything else to say about Glenn's misadventures on his final day? No, I just, I will say I was, I don't know about you guys since we were trying to guess about this last week, but I thought it was um, funny that it ended up being that kind of a money situation because I think we thought, and I certainly did, that it was going to be maybe Glenn trying to figure out, you know, where he's going with moving down financially, and it turned out to be this entirely other comedic thing with the yeah this whole part of it away. was this whole part of it was really good i really liked uh those three dy- yeah. like those three people um uh, mateo jonah and glenn together and their uh mm-hmm. chemistry i guess yeah i find jonah and mateo to be a really interesting Pairing. pair mm-hmm. when they're paired up because obviously when the show started they well started it's not that jonah time. didn't right. yeah it's not that jonah didn't like mateo but mateo didn't like jonah um, you know, competition, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they've, yeah, weirdly turned into this, you know, they're obviously not quite like Dina and Amy, where they've become like actual friends or anything. Right, but right. Um, but they don't, you know, they sort of oddly work together in a funny little way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, I, they, okay. they do have an interesting pairing together. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because the whole like illegal thing, like Jonah was one to figure that out mm-hmm. and and start trying to help him with that. So I think that kind of helps with with them as well. That's true. Yeah, he did offer to marry him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, is it time for Amy? Or do you want to go well, Garrett and... and yeah. uh, <laughs> so Laurie appears during the beginning of the episode... Um, the regional manager we haven't seen in a while, who I brought up last yes. week. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably one of the, like you said, Aylan, that was probably one of the most realistic things I've ever seen, where as she comes up on those two watching Hot Nuts. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she right away just, and even the way she says it, just I was I, I thought, oh, my God, she's going to, you know, and she goes, what are, where are our phones supposed to be when we're at work? And they're like, in our I think pockets. Cheyenne says, in our pockets. And she goes, no, in your locker. I love the unrealistic <laughs> aspect of, because it, it is really realistic where, like, companies have that policy, right? Because, like, when I worked at a grocery store, it was, it was, they have to be in your locker. I'm not putting my phone in my locker. I'm sorry. I'm keeping it in my yeah. pocket. I don't take it out when I'm on the floor. Because um, when I first started, anyway, I didn't have texting. That's how long ago that was. I was, I was just... Uh, I had like a LG chocolate, right? And I didn't have any texting on my data plan or anything. So I wasn't ever taking it out on the floor. Other people were, but right. I wasn't. Um, and it's like, I, no, I mean, if something happens right here, I need to be able to reach and call somebody right, you know, mm-hmm. from my pocket, not like running into the back 
use my combination for my um, locker, locker, open that yeah. up, and take out my phone and call somebody. Um, right. But I love that every store has that, though, where it's like, it's got to be in your locker. Yeah. Not to mention, like, I'm sure a lot of people just wouldn't because they feel like someone's going to bust yeah, into it and take, take it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then she but takes just, it out anyway when she's doing the interview with Amy later, with Amy. which we'll get to. Yeah. But, ah, yeah. frustrating. I know. <laughs> but, okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because, okay, yes, that, okay, you know, your floor workers or certain people aren't supposed to have them on the floor. But someone who's, like, the regional manager. Right, they obviously um, The store manager. Because uh, the amount of emails and communication you're going to be getting from various other Mm-hmm. People, um, pretty much the only time it probably will be put away would be during like a training session right. for them. No, I mean I get um, why she has it. It's just yeah. frustrating that she was doing the exact thing Garrett and uh, Cheyenne were doing, where she's using it to not actively do her job right now. Like I'm, I'm yeah, fine with like her getting community. Watching... She was watching Hot Nuts. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was watching like some we'll, video. We'll, we'll get yeah. to we'll get to Lori in a moment. Uh, with her her Amy is issues, um, so yeah, so they go they go to put their stuff in their locker. Uh, right off the bat, Cheyenne <laughs> walks out and's like, "Oh wait a minute, I forgot my phone." <laughs> I've done that before though, where you put it somewhere and then I, I like reach yeah. in my pocket, like where is it? And it's like I I just put it charging or something, you know, like yeah. Okay, and but just the way that Garrett looks at her and he's like Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just got tired of trying to explain stuff to her. He's just like, okay, yeah. I'm done. But, I know. okay. So, I, I, I've done that before as well. Now, let's think about this. We're at a, situ- we're at a point now in our lives and, and in the world where pretty much everyone has their phone pretty much constantly, blah, blah, blah. Think about 10 years ago. Um, 2009. Would we, f- <laughs> would, would we feel, would we have felt that naked without our phones? Probably not. No. I mean, I mean, the no. iPhone didn't launch until what 2010, I think. And yeah, then, and like, no, because they just had the 10th version of it, uh, well, the iPhone X or iPhone 10. So, yeah. I want to say it was like 2007, 2008. Yeah, but probably not iPhone. everybody had them back then. No, and also I think you know, I mean, obviously I had a cell phone over 10 years ago, mm-hmm. being because I would have been in high school, but. Um, I, I just find it funny though, that it's, it's only become this, this sort of bad though, because I mean, social media, like, right. right? Because when I had it at that age, we didn't have that yet. Like, I think all we had was MySpace (laughs) maybe. And, um, now with all these other millions of... It was, it, it was. Yeah, but, you can you know, rank your friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, now we have endless endless things to get on and so having more it just makes you want to be on it more well 2007 yeah. is when the iphone first released um yeah i just i just looked at that myself uh but yeah we're, we're just we're in a world right now where everything is consumed differently um, well and the thing is too there's wi-fi everywhere like every place has wi-fi for you to connect like if mm-hmm. you don't i mean i have unlimited data but Back in the day, I, I probably didn't. Like, I had a BlackBerry, right? So, like, the only time I might be able to look up something on the internet on the BlackBerry or use an app would have been if I had 
uh, Wi-Fi connection or really good service. And the service keeps getting better, right? And then Wi-Fi mm-hmm. keeps getting better, so people are now able to... I mean, every time I get in an argument now, I can just Google the answer. Um, <laughs> you know, like, there's times where... Like, kind of like the whole, like we said before, with Garrett and, and Cheyenne, where you're like... Um, able to look up like oh no it was this person that was in that movie like it settles arguments like so much faster too yeah so i just read an interesting article on that um so i have a i'm I'm a google guy right so i have the google pixel phone Mm -hmm. i have like a few google uh home things in my apartment right um so uh, there's a guy who wrote an article talked about how he initially didn't want any of the spark speakers in his home for many reasons, but he finds out because he has those, he's actually using his phone less because it's easier for him to, like, if he wants to know the weather, he can just be like, hey, what is it? Know, hey, yeah. Hey, what's the weather for tomorrow? Or, hey, what's on my schedule for tomorrow? Or, uh, like, he can use it in different ways. And previously, if he was picking up his phone, he might be, like, looking for the weather, and then that's going to turn into looking at texts or emails or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. ...looking at his notifications, and then 45 minutes has gone by, and he's just been sitting there on his phone. So he's, like, he finds out... He finds now he's actually spending more time with his wife. Uh, you know, he's <laughs> God, doing other so things sad. because... But it's just... And it, not just him, but, like, his wife is, like, they're spending more time together because... They don't have to pick up their phone for these small little things that turn into these much larger things once yeah. they pick it up. But the thing is, too, like, I used to, like, yeah, I probably look at my phone more than I did in the past. But, like, when I used to come home from, like, you know, like college or um, work, I, I had my laptop and I would take my laptop downstairs and surf the web while I'm watching TV or in the background or whatever. But now I just pretty much use my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm still doing the same activity. It's just on a smaller screen for me. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm able to now look at this when I'm out as well instead of just coming home and doing it. But, like, I feel like when I'm at home and if, I, if I'm surfing the web or whatever on it, I feel like I'm doing the same activity I probably would be doing if I didn't have my cell phone because I would just be doing it probably on my computer or on my laptop. So it's just on a smaller screen. The fact that you use the term surfing the web. I know. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Gotta get those waves, man. There, there <laughs> waves of knowledge. Are, I'm sure there might be people who are listening to this who have no idea of that term. Surfing the web and also when you had to sit and wait for the dial-up. Yeah, I had Walmart I internet. I, I had Walmart that. internet. Uh, <laughs> where they had like this disc that you'd get at the store and then you, you put it in and could... It would use your dial-up or whatever to, I don't know. It was crazy. But uh, I remember the AOL disc where you had like 100 free hours or so many hours on the disc. Right, and you'd have to like get off the line for somebody to call somebody. It was or if, struggle. Or if somebody picked up the line, it would like pull you off the yes, internet. Like, yes, yeah. It would disconnect you. Yeah. Anywho. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they spend the whole episode trying to figure out the actor Gary Oldman. Who I knew, um, who I knew pretty uh, early on there. Yeah, yeah I did too. <laughs> what, what was he talking about him from? Was it from Batman? Batman is when I yeah. got it because I was like, oh, he's also in Harry Potter. It, it, it was like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Harry Potter and Batman. Okay, that's Gary Oldman, and he's yeah. British, right? Daniel Radcliffe, right? Right, yeah, he's British. Dan- he won. Um, he's British. Just, uh, yeah, just, Daniel just a couple years British. ago, he won an Oscar for 
Darkest Hour. But right. yeah, when he said Batman, then I knew who it was. And I love, I just, because I'm a huge IMDb person. So when well, I used to be when they Garrett, had the message boards on all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So when Garrett was telling the one guy, he's like, just pull out your phone. Just look it up, man. Just do Christian it. And he's Bale. like, no. He's like, <laughs> he no, no. Yes. Christian Bale was Batman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But. I I would like to have seen more of Cheyenne without her phone. Yeah. Like, this one kind of focused more on Garrett without it. Until the until the end, where he's you know he finally came up with Gary Oldman, I would like to see more of what Cheyenne's day would have consisted <laughs> well, I love, of without her. I love phone. when Cheyenne walks the old woman, uh, uh, the older woman, over to the computers, and she's like, "Oh, this would be," like she's looking for a gift for that her mother in law, and Cheyenne's like, "Oh yeah, let's check Instagram." Like, and she just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then the real the realistic thing too of the. Um, Ah, they're at this place. I hate them. Like, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her friends. Yes. And, and uh, she she had to make a little Snapchat video or whatever to be like, hey, for the next couple yeah. of hours, I can't have my phone. <laughs> so I didn't get kidnapped. But if it happens after this time, I probably did get kidnapped. It's my uncle. Of, yeah. Kind of the creepy uncle or whatever. Like, Jesus. He's really nice, but yeah. statistically or whatever she said. Okay, so I, I gotta I gotta say this. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, especially being out there delivering yes. mail all day. Yeah. I'm not supposed to, right? So somehow I got into my favorite murder podcast um, a while back. It's these two ladies. They talk about like true crime and murders and things. It is so awesome. Um, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's great. And, but just the fact of, yeah, like, she was like, I don't know if her statistics are right, but yeah, she was like, yeah, the creepy uncle, statistically, it's probably him. And I'm thinking of all the pod, all of all the ones I've listened to so far where it's like the boyfriend, the uncle. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Men, men need to be canceled. We're, we're horrible. <laughs> uh... Yeah. It was pretty funny with those two, but. I'm sure they will have their phones back next week, though. Oh, yeah. Because Lori, you know, as we know now, isn't isn't going to probably be around. <laughs> well, not necessarily, but... Um, well, yeah. And, and but. Hot Nuts. Hot Nuts there. Um, I think I might watch one episode of that if it was real, but that's about it. I can't imagine that going on more than one episode. Yeah. Yeah. How many times can some... He pours something down on himself like a that. A lot, because he has a Thanksgiving episode where he does it with his dad. <laughs> like, there's got to be a... Yeah, they're, they're, you could do total... Uh, they did a lot of them on there, so I'm sure if it was a real show, um, they could probably get other people to do it, too. I mean, everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame, right? Go ahead, Amy. Everyone, I'm sorry. Everyone really does. Oh, no, I was um, just going to say we need to talk about Lori's son. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was great. Blaine? Blaine. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Where's he inventory? was great, and yet he wasn't great. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. so after Lori comes in, uh, she has someone that she's going to interview. Uh, Amy gets the idea that she wants to interview for the manager of this store. Um. And well, let's let's take a step back first. Where Glenn goes and talks about this is the first time that he's gonna have to tell people about wetting down their their droppings um, for his last his last speech for the day mm-hmm. uh, that morning, <laughs> where we find out he spends like two hours the night before prepping them. 
Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, nobody knows who it's going to be initially, right? Um, Dina doesn't want the job. I think she said it was too political, maybe? I can't remember. Mm, yeah. Um, and then we find out that she has Marcus ranked over Jonah. <laughs> Even Marcus is like, but I'm the worst. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was great. And what does she say? I think she says it's your self-awareness yes. that puts you over. Yes, yeah. because Jonah over doesn't Jonah. notice he's being... Uh, he's not very self-aware when he's being like a know-it-all or... Pretentious. Yes. Yeah. But when, when he's being Jonah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is why we love Jonah. And I just hate that now Marcus is ranked over Jonah. <laughs> but anyway. So, uh, you know, they, they don't know who it's going to be. That's when Laurie shows up. Uh, so Amy, uh, in a very cringeworthy moment, goes up to give her a hug and, hey, girl, and I was like, oh, that's, that's so, so She accidentally touches her boob. Yeah. Yeah. And then after we find out that she's still in physical therapy for being run over by a golf cart. Mm -hmm. Uh, great job by these two. We can see the tension, like, right off the bat. Like, um... She tells her she's not going to interview her, right? Which is against B-17, right? Or Rule 17B yeah. or whatever. And yeah. I, you know, I love the interaction B-17. With, with those two. Yeah, 17B. <laughs> and, and she's like, you can keep saying it over and over again. I don't know what it is. Just tell me. And that's realistic, too. A lot of times people be like, be like that. Um you know where the well they'll where they'll be like, you know, this thing. And you're like, no, that's not helping me. Like, explain it better, you know? Yeah. And then, and then she um, just pretty much says, "You're not qualified," you know, and and all that. And and then she she comes back out with her son, you know. Well, and at, before that, as she pulls out her cell phone during the interview, just totally blows her off, ignores her. Yeah. Starts watching yeah, Hot Nuts herself. I guess she got curious after hearing about it from Cheyenne and Garrett. And Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. And just flat like. I mean, the level of disrespect and and Amy just asked her, I'm not getting this job, by I? Oh, no, no. Um, wow. Uh, and okay. at that point, I was already so fired up about Lori because she was dismissing mm-hmm. Amy, which, I mean, I knew she was going to, but I didn't know well, she was going to Well, especially when she says, dis- like, oh, you're going to force me to interview you now? I'm like, oh, right. great. <laughs> Let's get yeah, this over with. Yeah, Let's go get this over with. Yeah. So... And, and that was my thought, too, like, you know, the way they, they portrayed it, which, um, okay, one, you got to think, after she did get run over by a golf cart from her and is still doing physical therapy, might still actually have some physical problems, we don't know, um, can you blame Lori for maybe not wanting to have her as the store manager, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to this in a moment, trust me, I have some theories on this, but, um, I mean, I can't really say... Uh, she probably went about it the wrong way, but and she definitely uh, does when she puts her son as the manager. Yeah. I mean, okay, which I can say from Walmart. Okay, they actually have a nepotism rule in place. Right. So you cannot work over someone that you're you you like in a familial relationship or you're married to or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, there are a lot of families that work at Walmart. And once they get to certain positions, they can't work over each other. So, yeah. like, uh, this this girl I knew, her mom 
and dad were assistant managers. She could not work in the same store as them mm-hmm. because of that. Simply because right. at some point there could be the perceived notion of in inequality or, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, something favoritism. being unfair. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Thank you. Favoritism. So, like, they, they can't work in some places. Like, maybe if you're, like, a, a certain level supervisor, you can't work directly under them, but you can still be in the same store. Mm-hmm. But once you get to be a salary level manager or anything above where you're actually in charge of this whole area or you might be the one in charge of the store, you can't be in the same store at that point. Um, so... Granted, once again, I know this is Cloud9 and not Walmart, and there's not realism. And two, this is the worst-run organization and the worst-run Cloud9 on the face <laughs> of the world. Um, so, yeah. but then, but then we sure enough see her bringing her son out. Blaine was his name. Who, I think, who looks right? twelve? That guy looked like yeah. he was like twelve years old. <laughs> yeah, and just he has the hots for him. He comes up to who's Amy and Dina and asks where inventory is. That's great. Oh my god! I, I love how every time Amy's like, just like, no, I'm good. Like he would pop up and do something so just egregious and horrible. Amy's just like, yeah, I I can't allow this to continue to go on. Right. Like I said, Justine has the hots for the guy, but you know, hey, whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. So Amy decides she's gonna she's gonna try and get a fair interview. Takes a walk back into the office, and what does she see? Something I didn't expect. Yeah, me neither. No, it went zero to a hundred here. <laughs> yeah, that was that was when I get you, you weren't on the group text at the time, uh, Aylin, but that was when I I sent the uh, a group text out, and uh, oh, is was that what caused it? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that office is just one after another now having, like, these random shocking moments between Sandra and Jerry and getting it on in there. Oh, and yeah. then now and now Lori and her little sniff-sniff. Yeah, so Lori was snorting cocaine in the office, um, which was, I, I got to say, kind of, like I said, it did not see that. Definitely kind of shocking. Yeah. And then, um, I know we're going to flash forward a bit here, but then when you get to Lori coming over to Amy and she's <laughs> saying, well, you know, um, Amy says, you know, oh, well, I, I wouldn't say anything, you know, about it. And, and Lori comes over, though, and she's like, well, oh, well, I guess it's before Amy says that. But Lori says, would I, uh, am I offering you you know, the job or, or a chance to take the job if you um, were to, you know, if that would be the case where you might say a little, hmm, you know, something. Or, you know, am I not because, you know, basically the opposite. And Amy's like, wait, I'm sorry. So where does that leave us? Were you offering it to me because I'm qualified or because... And Lori just says, well, this is awkward. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, very shocking. Um, so here's the thing, and maybe I just, I, I used to do drug testing in the military, right? Uh, I was one, it was called the UPL, Union Prevention Leader. I was the one who actually did the drug testing, had to turn stuff in. And you learn about a lot of different stuff, right? So 
Um, yeah, like I said, maybe I'm just a little, because of this, I'm a little, uh, uh, I have a little more knowledge. Um, I might, if I were Lauren, I'd probably call her bluff. Go ahead, try. Um, so, like, she has to get a hold of corporate, let them know that she says she walked in or believes that Lori was snorting cocaine. Um, so here's the thing. Cocaine stays in your system and can be tested for in a urine test. It stays in your system between two and four days, so about three days. Um, so basically, they have to, within three to four days, they'd have to go through their legal department. Um, so they'd have to probably figure out something with HR and go through legal to see if they probably could drug test Lori based on hearsay. claims, yeah. At the time, it's just hearsay. It's just Amy coming forward, who also previously ran Lori over in a golf mm-hmm. cart, who also was just not given a promotion to manager, who, as far as corporate knows, she was granted an interview for manager of the store and was not given the position. And then all of a sudden... Amy comes up and tells corporate that Lori's snorting cocaine. Doesn't seem feasible right off the bat. Am I wrong? Like if you're if you're if if you're just hearing this like someone at the corporate level, um, and you're putting all this together, how realistic does this sound? Right, it doesn't. Right. But do we know if they have cameras in Glenn's office? No, usually a manager's office probably wouldn't, simply because right. uh some like remember like Amy was trying to use it for uh breastfeeding. Right, right. right. So like privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. or it's usually using the pump. Yeah. So they're like the manager's office usually doesn't have them because there needs to be a certain level of privacy. If if uh someone wanted to come forward with like an open door claim and talk to the manager privately, um there needs to be like an expectation of privacy in the manager's office. Because mm-hmm. um no one needs to be able to see who's going in there or what's going on. Um, so, like I said, just take a step back. Look at this from, like, outside of what we know. It sounds pretty unrealistic, right? So then, it, like I said, they have to go through HR and legal. We all know that's not going to happen in 20 minutes, Mm-mm. right? So even if they compel Laura to take a drug test, it could happen within three to four days. Chances are it probably won't happen within three to four days, maybe. I mean, maybe it's a 50-50 shot, right? But that's even if it gets past the stage of corporate believing her based on everything we just seen and witnessed. Also remembering that Amy also had sex with Jonah um, in front of the entire corporation. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm Lori, and, and this may sound horrible, I'm calling her bluff. I'm telling her, go ahead. You think you can? You think you can? Go ahead. Test me. Play the game. Put your quarter in the machine and let's see who wins. Because I don't think she would have. And I think all of that is obviously like, you know, we didn't see any portion of that and how that would play out. It just kind of went went to, you know, Amy coming back to Lori in the cafeteria and sort of, playing off again but then she leaps forward and she's like of course i you know i don't know exactly what she says (laughs) but she's like yes that is exactly what's happening here and it is uh, i'm gonna tell corporate you're a big yeah yeah exactly and so she um 
you know, Amy gets it. And I love going off of that. I love the break room scene. I know this is, we're going back now. Um, but the break room scene where Dina and Amy are telling everybody else about what's going on, you know, this is before the the cocaine thing, but, or, or I don't know, but it's after um, she was, it's after she was offered it, um, and turned it down because she wasn't given it for the right reason. Right. And everybody else is just like, no, you need to, you know, like with that situation. And um, I don't know. That was a great scene. I thought that break room sequence. And then going back to where we're talking about now with her telling Lori, I just um, and I said this on Twitter, I just for all of Amy's hard work and the years that she's put in there you know, and everything. And we know she is super qualified for the job, that she is the only one there who really is to that extent. And yet it's just superstore hilarious that she ended up getting it in this like way, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, um, not by, you know, it's still not saying she's not qualified because she absolutely is. But I just, I was like, God, this is like the most ironic and, Well, what I like about that break room scene that you were just mentioning is that it shows that everybody is behind her to become manager, right? Like, like there's not, there's nobody, they're not doing anything here where it's like going to seemingly be some sort of fight over like, well, I don't think you do deserve it. Everybody feels like, like, oh, you were offered it and didn't take it because of that. Like, you're much better Mm -hmm. than this guy. You deserve it type of thing. And I really like that. Yeah. I did too. And because they, like you just are saying, they all said we'd rather be working for and under you than anybody else, you know, which is, you know, but, and here's my rebuttal to that. She is definitely the most qualified person in that store. Um, so one, I'd say this might mess with her confidence a little bit because even though she is qualified, she got it under Mm -hmm. the wrong reasons, right? The wrong situation. Yeah. Two, uh, as we found out with Dina, um, while everyone may believe that she's the most qualified, um, there may be other reasons as to why they would want her to work or to be in that position. Um, they may think everything will be a cake. Like they may think everything will be yeah. a cakewalk. Right. Um, as can, because they said, know her. Well, can it be much more of a cakewalk than it would be with Glenn? I mean, Glenn was a cakewalk. I think Amy's going to take it more seriously than than Glenn did. Oh, yeah. So she will, but as as Dina said, she can be like the Dick Cheney and George Bush and be the puppet, yeah. you know. Yeah. So Yeah. And 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 you know from having been in the military and having been in supervisor and management levels at Walmart, um there are times where people um want to work for you. And they think because they did have a previous relationship with you, uh, you know, uh, things will be different when you get to be in charge. Mm -hmm. And then depending on your maturity level or when you first do it, there's always times where you say, oh, I'm not going to do these things or this is what's going to happen when I'm in charge. And then when you get to be in charge, uh, sometimes it doesn't always go that route. Like you realize sometimes there might be reason, rhyme and reason behind how and why some of these things are done. Um, Mm -hmm. And part of my language, you may realize that, hey, maybe this person before who was in charge wasn't just being a dick. Like, they had to do this for a certain reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
once again, she is the most qualified person there. Um, if we go back to, what was it, season one, where Glenn uh, got fired, or season two, where Glenn got fired, he even Glenn said there was no one else that could take over that store. Mm-hmm. Um, but, in the, I mean, she could also make vast improvements, but maybe it'd be best for someone outside to take over that store. That store's a hot mess. It's a dumpster <laughs> fire. Let's be realistic <laughs> here. Like, a dumpster fire would be an upgrade over that store. Let's be realistic. Here. <laughs> so I don't know. And as we find out, like I said, Dina believes she's going to be able to pull the strings and control everything um, because her bestie is, is now the store manager. Mm-hmm. I did like, yeah, when you she's putting up her picture and she mentions, uh, she's like, <laughs> why do you, why is that the picture? And she's like, well, you know, there was one of you from Cheyenne's wedding, but you looked like you were trying to, like, with all that makeup and hair and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And she calls her boss, which was nice. What, what's great is, is I think that, remember that, when was it they took the, uh, the picture? Because uh, they did take a picture in one of the seasons. <clears throat> yeah, it was the, um, was it last Christmas or last year? I, I thought they or, did one... Or, no, it was it was after they were trying to get uh, after the tornado where where they were trying to get like they were trying to show they were like a family. Yeah, so it would have been after the reopening, get, like, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Where they were trying to get like the CEO to the store, mm-hmm. and I do read because with I, Howie Mandel, I, I, right? Wasn't Howie Mandel? Yeah, there. Yeah, he was. Yeah, or or after it was something. I think after that, but I think that was from the actual picture of that. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, was like, it? I think so. I think it, like, if I remember back to that picture, I think that was from the actual, like, little store picture that they took. Yeah, well, because you could tell sort of that it was not, I mean, it was like a group thing or something. Yeah, I couldn't quite in. tell yeah, because blurry. it's not a, <laughs> right, it's not a headshot of just Amy, obviously, which is what it should be. But And sweet baby Jeebus, that picture of Mateo is so damn creepy. <laughs> What is he still up there for? Golden Vest? It's probably employee of the month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's Mateo. He probably tries to get employee of the month every month. Probably. Oh, he does. That's how we came up with the Golden Vest thing, remember? Yeah. Because they were going to give, Glenn was going to give employee of the month to Kelly. And Mateo damn near had a heart attack about it. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, he gave Kelly the golden vest, and then that's when Mateo went ballistic at the end of the episode. He actually had the golden vest on. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of golden vest, who is everybody's golden vest uh, nominee for this episode? Mm -hmm. I think I'd have to go with um, Blaine. Actually, first day of work, yeah. and he gets that golden vest. All right, I know. <laughs> Just because, well, that actor looked familiar as he soon did, as he popped actually. up. Yeah, and I'll so I need to look up and see what he's been in. But he was pitch perfect as that kind of like you know dumb kid who just got the job because it's his mom. So right, yeah. Casey, you have yours. Maybe I'd have to. This is gonna sound weird. I have to say, Laurie. All that cocaine. Oh, she's so awful. Gets her that golden vest. She is. She is, but it 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 moved the story and it moved the season in such a different direction. Yeah, it did. I, uh, that I, yeah, I didn't see coming. Uh, I have to probably say mine would be Garrett just for him. Uh, t- <laughs> with the whole Gary Oldman thing. And then also I just love when he's telling that guy, like, just, just pull your phone out, just look it up. I know. Pull your phone out, look it up. 
Yeah. He just like he needs that to, answer. Yeah. He was about to freak out. Okay. Yeah. So, before we get to ratings. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we have Amy as the store manager. And that's that's moving forward. Yes. Um, uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a short-term thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Do we think... So here's my thing. We know, like I, like I just very clearly said, a dumpster fire would be an upgrade over this store, right? Lori is now her regional manager, mm-hmm. who she ran over with a golf cart and who she caught snorting cocaine. And blackmailed into the job, right? Yes. <laughs> so do we either think, A, that Lori leaves, or under the guise of trying to make the store better, Lori makes things extremely more difficult for her going forward? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, I don't know, I haven't decided yet what I think might happen with Lori, because on one hand, obviously, since she was so awful, I'm just kind of hoping whatever happened, like it happens off screen and it's resolved and like she's not coming back and like someone else is now just going to be taking over her spot. I would just kind of honestly like for that to be the case. But then you're right. I mean, there is the potential there for her to still maybe you know, add some, uh, some madness to Amy being manager now, but I I almost feel like that, um, we're probably not going to see Lori again for a while. Um, I I just feel like this is one of those things where like, maybe if there's any sort of thing they'll you know, she'll mention like, Oh, I can't do that because Lori's watching me so much or, or, you know, something like that. But Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like, we might be with with the blackmail and her getting the job. I think we might be done with this for the meantime, at least for the mm-hmm. season. I can definitely see it becoming something later on, but I just can't see them uh, keep bringing uh, her in. Yeah. Um, for like the little stories like that. Yeah, I hope she's gone, but <laughs> you know we'll see. So and so that's my thing. It could be. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it could go any number of ways, right? Mm-hmm. And it could be maybe a good kind of foe for Amy. Um, just to have uh, someone kind of going against her there. I, I don't know. Um, well, no, the story needs to be kind of shaped up anyway. So, like I said, maybe under the guise of trying to make it better we see her trying to make improvements to the store or trying to get the store in a better situation right um right. maybe this causes jeff to come back yeah which would be nice it's true yeah would it though i miss jeff <laughs> compared to laurie I miss Je- yeah. <laughs> but i'm just I, saying I, jeff as the ma- jeff and amy uh. yeah i mean i don't know i i do miss jeff a little just for the sake of like the Jeff moments because he's so Jeff? awkward. Like that manager thing. conference where he just goes around saying, oh, hey, yeah. hey, there you are. I know. <laughs> that was one so. of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. I felt, <laughs> I felt bad for him for half a second. Then I remember what he did. So, you know. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, I'll still take it over Lori, <laughs> I guess. Um, I think it'll be interesting, and this plays into what we were talking about before we jumped on officially here, but... Um, with some of the other potential story and theories with Amy now being manager and then like how this is going to play into with like Jonah, because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's 
has his own um, thoughts on corporate. I mean, as does Amy before she became manager, but now obviously she has to toe the line, right? Be, yeah, she has to toe the line, and you know, he's gonna. I could definitely see a lot of conversations with those two um, about things in the store, and Amy's now gonna have to say like, well. <laughs> You know, now it's more like this. Mm-hmm. And when she's talking to people um, about the store and Jonah's going to say, well, but you should do this, you know, and it's going to really get interesting that way. All right. So ratings for this week uh, were even in the um, they were even in the uh, rating share of 18 to 49 demographic with 0.8 from last week. And down in the viewers and millions to 3.11. So it's pretty steady. It's a steady show. It doesn't fluctuate that much. Um, and the synopsis for next week is the show's called Salary, and it airs on April 11th. Amy finds herself at odds with her coworkers when some salary numbers get leaked, while Dina worries that Jonah is coming between her and Amy. Mateo tries to give himself a promotion, and Garrett attempts to sabotage Glenn's positive attitude. <laughs> so we're throwing Amy right in the fire, right off the bat, having yeah. to deal with why is, why are they making more than I do? Which now makes more sense when when we um, read the synopsis, knowing she's manager. I think I read the synopsis before that, and I was just kind of like, well, if anybody's complaining about Amy's salary, like she's the floor manager and she's been there forever, like. Get right. over it. But now I can kind of see they're coming to her like, why does uh, probably like Isaac make more than me, you know, Marcus, you know? Like, yeah. It could be yeah. stuff like that. Or... Um, and Garrett, then the stuff with Garrett. Yeah. Garrett trying to break Glenn because Glenn's on the floor now. I feel like yes. this is going to be the lesser of – there's like four plots here. I think this is probably going to be yeah. the lesser of Plot. of the plot threads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to say this right now. Uh, I can already see I'm going to hate Mateo this episode. Yes. <laughs> I knew this gives you the reason here. He's going to try to give himself a promotion. To what, promotion. though? I don't know. Floor manager? I'm, I'm going, Floor? I'm yeah, that's going true. Maybe Mateo Amy's job. Because someone's going to have to take Amy's job, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, we not, even though we may not see it. but So out of all of the cast of characters, who do you think would be best to fulfill that job well i don't think mateo would but his argument would be he's employee of the month like every month like you know like that would probably be his art he works hard when he wants uh to show off and uh you know i I could totally see him trying to get that that job right i could too yeah because remember the last time he was in charge it's not like he sent everybody into the freezer for any reason (laughs) yeah right well the only thing is there, yeah, it's true. Mateo isn't the best with uh, people. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. The, I he's could... not the best at all. Employee of the month, man. He's the worst. Every month. <laughs> I love yeah, Nico, I, I can feel though. that's going to change. Oh, look, he's great. I get feeling <laughs> employee of the month's going to change here because I don't think Amy's just going to roll over and keep giving it to him. No. no. I could see, though. Maybe, I don't know, Jonah? But then then that's going to cause some issues, wouldn't it? I don't know. But we don't know if anyone's going to even, like, show to try to get her job. I don't know. Maybe that'll just be something they don't talk about. I can think of one person who'd probably be the most qualified and the best person for it. Glenn? Glenn. Uh, no. No, I wouldn't be Glenn. (laughs) 
Garrett. Um, nope. <laughs> Sandra. Yes. <laughs> I win. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sandra could. Well, we yeah. took how many guesses there? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I could see Sandra doing it. Yeah. yeah. Because then, it, because, okay, imagine this. Sandra's the floor supervisor, so guess what? Guess who she's in charge of now? Oh, Carol. Oh. Yeah. But then Dina is over, well, I mean, like, she's always over Sandra, but she'd be really over Sandra at that point. (laughs) Yeah. But she probably wouldn't say much other than just shut up Sandra. Yeah, that's true. As usual. But, like I said, now that gives us more with Carol and Sandra. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Mm -hmm. now Sandra has to, or maybe now Carol has to work late a lot of nights. (laughs) <laughs> so that Inter- was it, Anthony Antonio Lasagna or Antonio Lasagna? Yeah, Antonio Lasagna has some yeah. free time. There's, I mean, there's a lot of different like power dynamics that could come out of this, you know, in terms of all of that. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. So I guess that about wraps us up. Um, does anybody want to give out like social media for where they can follow you? I know you run the. Uh, you're part of the Jonah and Amy Twitter feed, right? Yes. What's the mm-hmm. What's the actual um, handle? It's just I think it, it's just Jonah and Amy. Actually, I think, um, yeah, we're and I I help run it with um, right. Cindy, yeah, so one other person, and um, yeah, so on there and then a diamond on just for myself, so. All right, and our break room Twitter is at TBR Podcast. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash the break room SS. Uh, our, uh, no, break room superstore, sorry, for Facebook. Um, our Gmail is the break room SS at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's about it. If you guys want to follow DJ, he is in a band. It's called Surfacer. They're pretty good. Uh, They just released their uh, new EP, American Dream, which you can find on iTunes and Spotify. There, give them a little plug. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's about, uh, about wraps us up. We'll catch you all next week. Have a heavenly day. Turn the page, start a new chapter. Should have been happy ever after. When did it change? Have our picture on the wall Been afraid to call Since my flaws were displayed Got myself into this mess